And basically what he's telling this guy is think before you act, right? Right? If you use your head, there's a high likelihood of you coming out of this thing alive, unlike your friends over here who are all taking a dirt nap. You're listening to Path of the Jedi with your host, Ronnie Cruz. All right, welcome to Path of the Jedi, the podcast where Star Wars meets personal development. My name is Ronnie Cruz, your host for this crazy adventure. And yeah, well, if you've kept up with the Book of Boba Fett, you know that that's a pretty accurate description of the show. Um, We've got two more chapters to talk about, chapter six and chapter seven. And honestly, I can't believe that we're almost done. We're almost done wrapping up Book of Boba Fett here in the next two episodes. Um, Yeah, well, I can't believe it because there's still so much to talk about. Even though we've covered a lot um, already, I I feel like we're barely scratching the surface uh, in terms of the depth of this particular show. And so, I I mean, that's very exciting, I guess, for my end, because there's still a lot of source material. Um, There's still plenty of opportunity to revisit this show once we are done. But I am getting ahead of myself. We still have to talk about Chapter 6 and Chapter 7. Today, we're going to be talking about Chapter 6. The title of this chapter is From the Desert Comes a Stranger. A stranger, right? So, yeah, some really great stuff here, especially, again, for Star Wars fans. Um, there's a lot of, like, mind-blowing um, moments in, in this particular episode. So much happening. Oh, and again, guys, if, you, if you're if you a Star Wars fan, if you haven't, haven't caught up with the Book of Boba Fett yet, um, please, please go ahead and, and binge watch it. You are, um, yeah, you'll be glad you did. Uh, and, and also, too, for the purposes of this uh, podcast of the show, there will be spoilers, guys. There will be spoilers in our uh, discussions here about the Book of Boba Fett. So uh, I wanted to give you fair warning. I don't wish to be uh, the reason or the thing that ruins a lot of these surprises for you. So go ahead and and uh, if you haven't seen it yet, stop the show, stop this episode, and go and watch Book of Boba Fett immediately. Go binge it. And of course, if you have seen it, then absolutely fantastic. We can continue with our conversation about chapter six, From the Desert Comes a Stranger. Right off the bat in the opening scene, in the opening sequence of this chapter, uh, there was a theme that immediately jumped out at me. We open up the chapter in a small town called Moss Pelgo, uh, recently renamed Freetown. Now, Moss Pelgo is sort of like a frontier town like we would have here in the United States. It's it's more rural. Um, it's smaller town, definitely smaller town compared to the other cities that we've seen in the show thus far, Moss Espa, Moss Isley. Uh, those are more bustling city, urban type locations. Moss Pelgo or Freetown is, as I said, more of a frontier type town whose citizens are just really trying to make a decent living, right? Trying to live a decent life. Now, the marshal of this town by the name of Cobb Vanth, he's an upstanding guy as well. And he uh, he's just trying to do right by the citizens of the town to help make sure things are stable, things are safe. Because really, the entire planet of Tantooine has been historically pretty rough, right? There's a lot of corruption. There's a lot of violence happening. It's, it's a planet that, uh, you know, historically has been run by gangs and overlords. In his short tenure, Marshal Cobb Vanth has actually done a great job in cleaning up the town, right? And so the citizens are happy, the citizens are safe, Freetown is a good place to make a life. 
That is, of course, until the Pike Syndicate and their spice running encroach on the territory. In this opening scene, we have a small band of low-level Pike Syndicate uh, runners. Really, they're they're like picking up spice, delivering payment, or whatever is happening. They're exchanging uh, pretty much controlled substances, right? So, in Star Wars universe, spice is the rawest form of what ultimately will become, I assume, some sort of narcotic that gets sold on the black market. And of course, that's never any good for anyone, right? But the spice trade is huge among the scum and villainy of the galaxy. And so now the spice trade and the Pike Syndicate is starting to encroach into Tatooine um, and now into Freetown, the last kind of, yeah, well, free town on Tatooine because all the other cities um, on the planet are very, very corrupt already. So our good Marshal Cobb Vanth, who in true Boba Fett, Book of Boba Fett fashion, is a gunslinging, quick draw type of marshal. He confronts these pikes who, who are making a delivery in this very opening scene and the first thing that he says as they're going for their weapons is think it through and this is enough to give these goons some pause because while yes Cobb Vanth does have the jump on them you also probably don't want to mess with a guy who with his hand on his blaster is confident enough to give you a warning the marshal proceeds to give them his terms, uh, telling them, instructing them to never come back to Freetown ever again. The goons, of course, don't accept the terms because, well, that's just what goons do, right? Um, and they once again go for their weapons, forcing Marshal Cobb Vanth to gun them all down, except one, except one, to which he says yet again, think it through. And basically what he's telling this guy is, think before you act, right? Right? If you use your head, there's a high likelihood of you coming out of this thing alive, unlike your friends over here who are all taking a dirt nap. So this really stood out to me. I mean, it's a really, really small compact scene, and he says it twice, right? He emphasizes, think it through. And it got me thinking about the theme of reacting versus responding, right? Reflexive reaction versus thoughtful response. And as I thought about it more, uh, the question came up, is that really possible, right? Is it really possible for us to not be reactive? And you might be thinking to yourself, yeah, of course it's possible, right? It's possible to be more mindful, to be more uh, thoughtful of the decisions you make and the actions that you take. And I'm not going to disagree with that. But then my further question is, well, then how? How do we get to a point where we're not automatically reacting to the circumstances, situations, um, individuals that we encounter on a day-to-day basis? To answer this question, let's talk about the mechanics of the human mind, or at least my understanding, my, my rudimentary understanding of the human mind, right? We have our conscious mind and our unconscious mind, right? Our conscious mind is where we do all our um, rational thinking, our logic, and all that good stuff. Unconscious mind, it's all automatic, right? And, and what we know about the human mind is that the unconscious mind is actually way, way more powerful. It has much more computing power than the conscious part of our brains. So in reality, the unconscious mind is actually doing the brunt of the work, right? While the conscious mind is sitting around listening to podcasts and thinking deep thoughts, the unconscious mind, the the autonomic nervous system is running the rest of the show, right? It's it's, uh, making sure all the body processes are are working correctly, your breathing, your heart is beating, your digestion is working. Um, It's pretty much running everything else. And 
you know, among all the programming that your unconscious mind holds that's running everything, the most basic, fundamental, foundational program is survival, right? That's where we get the flight or fight uh, re reaction, right? The unconscious mind at its very core is designed to keep us alive. So when we go into any situation or any, especially new circumstance, that's the programming that we're working with. And, and, you know, sometimes it works out. And sometimes like with our Pike syndicate lackeys that we see in this scene, it doesn't. And so to improve the odds of things working out in our favor, or at the very least to uh, avoid getting shot and killed by Marshall Cobb Vanth, um, we have to then employ our prefrontal cortex, right? We have to employ that reasoning, logical, uh, conscious part of the brain. Now, understand that it's not just survival, right? That's the very basic foundation. But when we go into anything, the unconscious mind has the patterns that we've been carrying all our lives, whether, again, they come from our childhood or something that, you know, uh, was a result of a very significant emotional event in your life. We carry these patterns as protective mechanisms. And so we use these patterns. We go into situations and new circumstances with the unconscious mind programmed with these patterns. Patterns. Now, most of the time, these patterns that have been programmed into your unconscious mind over the years are harmless and inconsequential, right? But there are those instances where we do have patterns that are, best case scenario, unproductive, worst case scenario, completely destructive to anything that we're trying to accomplish in life. And so we have to really work at balancing these two sides of our brains, because if we don't, the unconscious mind is just going to rule the day every time. And, and, you know, in modern life, in modern days, the worst thing that can happen is somebody can really take advantage of that and, and be out here pushing your buttons and triggering you every step of the way and getting you to do whatever they want you to do, right? Like we have master manipulators out here that know how to trigger people, that know how to push people's buttons in order to get them to do what they want them to do. And so we have to really, really be mindful, right? We have to really, again, employ that rational thinking, logical part of our brain so that we're not always reactive to everything. And the way to do this is to develop and cultivate a deep sense of self-awareness. Developing this awareness, right, this, this mindfulness of, of being in the moment will really help strengthen your ability to interrupt these unconscious reactionary patterns that you might be carrying. And some of these patterns, most of these patterns, actually, you don't even know that you have. And what's really cool is this little, what, three-minute scene, if that, at the very beginning of this chapter, actually gives us a tool that can be very, very helpful in these situations. So next time you're feeling particularly triggered um, and these maybe old patterns are starting to well up, uh, imagine Marshall Cobb Vance standing there in front of you with his hand on his holster saying, think it through. So the episode continues on from here. Uh, we get more spaghetti western type action stuff. We get some gang war stuff going on, right? Because all the different factions and families, um, the war that's happening there is, is really starting to come to a head. Um, we even, and here's a, here's a big spoiler, guys. Again, for those of you who haven't watched this episode yet, big spoiler, um, uh, please turn it off right now, is that we do get some Jedi training in this episode, right? And that's always exciting, right? Anytime you have Jedi in in star wars jedi making an appearance there's always so much wisdom there's always so much lessons there's i mean there's just so much insight that they always share with us because they're jedi right they're like the the wisest most powerful beings in the galaxy 
And I'm trying to not give too much away, but for the purposes of our discussion here today, I I do have to mention that Luke Skywalker, Jedi Master Luke Skywalker, and Grogu do make an appearance. And and the scenario is that Luke is now starting to train Grogu, um, Baby Yoda, as I still call him, uh, is training Grogu in the ways of the Force. The particular scene or the particular interaction that I really want to hone in on between these two is actually the final scene in the entire chapter, right? It's the last scene in the show. Um, What's happening is Luke is sitting down with Grogu and he gives this little Yoda, this little baby Yoda, is so cute. He gives Grogu a, a very, very difficult choice, really. What he tells Grogu is, you can, and paraphrasing, of course, you can either choose to stay here and continue your Jedi training. It's going to take years, it's going to be hard work, but um, you'll eventually uh, be able to master the ways of the Force and become a very, very powerful Jedi. Or you can go back to the Mandalorian, go back to Din Djarin, and go back to that life of attachment that you used to have. And essentially, you know, Din Djarin, the Mandalorian, um, is pretty much a father figure at this point to, uh, to Grogu, to baby Grogu. And so we watch him kind of vacillate between the two choices, right? And and I guess I'm projecting, but it looks like he's struggling because I would too. This is a monumental decision that's going to affect the trajectory of the rest of his life, right? And he has to make it. And he's this little baby, right? He's a baby Yoda. Um, and and what the show does is, well, it gives us no satisfaction because it cuts us off right there, cliffhanger, straight to credits. After the scene was done, the first time I watched it, it hit me right away that the overarching theme of this entire episode, of this entire chapter, is decisions. The importance of weighing our decisions, right? Of choosing wisely, because all the decisions that we make ultimately will lead to consequences. When you think about it, life is really just a string of decisions, one decision leading to the next, leading to the next, leading to the next. Some of those decisions can be life-defining, right? Like with Grogu having to decide either to continue his Jedi training or to go and uh, become a Mandalorian, essentially. Um, Or like with the Pike Syndicate goons, either uh, deciding to heed the the Marshal's warnings or to engage in conflict with him, right? Which we saw didn't work out so well. Um, Other decisions can be more mundane. Like, what am I going to have for lunch today? Or should I get up and take a five-minute stretch break from recording this episode? Whatever the situation, big or small, what I want you guys to understand is that there is no such thing as an inconsequential decision because, again, we make decisions from moment to moment. One moment leads to the next, leads to the next, leads to the next. But here's the thing. If we want to lead more intentional and purposeful lives, if, if we want to be more uh, intentional and purposeful with directing the, the trajectory and the course of our lives, right, we have to, we have to, have to make sure that we are being more intentional with our decision making, that we do what Marshall Cobb Vanth says and think things through. Now, thinking things through doesn't necessarily mean that we're trying to predict or guess the outcome, right, in order to make the decision, right? Like you're trying to kind of forecast what this decision will do and they're, okay, I'll pick that decision because this is what it's going to do. That's impossible, right? We can't predict the future. What it really means is is interrupting our old impulsive natures long enough, right? Interrupting those reactionary patterns long enough so that we can gather more data, right? Perhaps um, uh, an outside perspective, tuning into what you're feeling a little bit more and, and putting all that data and that information together to then make a decision. If we don't do this, then 
really what we end up with is living on autopilot and getting autopilot results in our lives. It doesn't have to be that way. We can be more purposeful, more intentional with the trajectory and the course of our lives if we want to. We just have to develop more awareness, cultivate that mindfulness within ourselves, being in the moment so that we can interrupt those patterns, we can stop our impulsiveness, and like Marshall Cobb Vanth says, think it through. And that's going to do it for today's episode. What do you guys think? What uh, what do you think about today's topic? Decisions, right? Making choices, weighing those choices out. What decisions have you been faced with lately, big or small? What decisions have you been having a hard time making lately, right? So let me know what you guys think. Hit us up on our socials, um, uh, Twitter and Facebook. It's at POTJ Podcast. And of course, you can always send an email or even an MP3 to info at pathofthejedi.com. Just leave the title of the uh, this particular episode in the subject heading. And I'd love to read your messages here on the show and, or even play your MP3, right? Um, I want to know what you guys think. Let's, let's have the discussion. What do you think about uh, decision making? What do you think about the book of Boba Fett especially? Um, so don't forget to connect with me um, either through social or through emails. And if you're enjoying the show, do not be shy. Go ahead and hit that share button and let the world know that you're listening to Path of the Jedi. And don't forget, if you are looking for a community that is fun, that is safe, that's supportive, um, uh, that can help kind of guide and support you on your personal growth journey, on your personal development journey, come join us on the Path of Growth community on Facebook. We meet every uh, Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern that on Zoom, and we actually have book discussions right now. We're, we're, we're uh, just started the book, The Wisdom of Compassion, and every week it's just a fun hour, hour and a half talk everybody shares their insights everybody shares their their perspective and we just support each other on this growth journey that we're on so again that's path of growth community on facebook i'll leave the link in the show notes of this episode come join us come grow with us together we can do great things and finally for my favorite part of the entire show the shout out This week's shout out goes to my dear friend, Mary Elizabeth Marks. That's right, Mary Elizabeth Marks. Uh, Mary and I have known each other for, oh my goodness, like nine years, eight, nine years, maybe even more than that. Um, But uh, we met through our network marketing company, Yoli. And yeah, I mean, we've just really become good friends over the years, right? I've I've had the privilege of of watching her sons grow up to be young men now. Um, And we've just done so many things together. You know, uh, we started off, of course, as colleagues and and grown into really close friends. I consider Mary family. And I wanted to give her a shout out on this episode because she's really, especially lately, I would say within the last, uh, well, with everything that's gone on with COVID. So with, you know, within the last two years or so, she's really embodied everything that we've talked about in today's episode, right? She's being more intentional, more purposeful with the decisions that she, that she's making, right? She's thinking it through. And not that she wasn't before, but now she really knows and, and starting to understand the power and, and, and the strength that she has um, within her to purposefully and intentionally direct the outcomes in her life. Now, understand, guys, this is not an easy thing to do. When, when we make the decision to alter or change the trajectory of our lives we're basically thrusting ourselves into the unknown and i love that that mary is doing this courageously and fearlessly because that is the only place where real growth can happen in that place far
far beyond your comfort zone, far beyond into the uncertainty. And so I have to applaud Mary for, for taking this bull by the horns and really charging at her future, charging at her destiny. So Mary, I just wanted to take a moment here on the show and celebrate you. Uh, this week's shout out goes to you. <laughs> Oh, and yeah, an honorable mention shout out. Actually, my nephew, Josh Delion, is actually getting married this weekend. That's right. Josh is marrying the love of his life, Jean Marie, this weekend. And so I just wanted to give him a shout out because I love him. He's my godson. I remember when he was born. I was in, I was still in college back then. But yeah, it's it's really been amazing to see him grow into the young man that he is. And now, you know, him and Jean Marie are starting this new phase in life. So uh, I just want to shout out to Josh and Jean Marie. Congratulations. I'll see you this weekend. And that wraps it up, folks. Thank you guys for tuning in again on this amazing journey of Boba Fett, the Book of Boba Fett. We're going to wrap it up with the final episode of Book of Boba Fett next week. So make sure not to miss it. Tune in next time. I'll catch you next Wednesday. Until then, be well, be safe, and may the force be with you. This podcast is not endorsed by the Walt Disney Company nor Lucasfilm Limited and is intended for entertainment, educational, and informational purposes only. The official Star Wars website can be found at www.starwars.com. Star Wars, all names and sounds, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Disney and their respective trademark and copyright holders. All original content of this podcast is intellectual property of Path of the Jedi unless otherwise indicated.